three, two. Yeah. <laughs> I was what is every- it? Oh, you Yo, you go ahead, my bro. <laughs> I go, man. How is everyone doing this fine Thursday evening? I'm one of your hosts of the most of the PS Comics podcast. PS Comics, I love you podcast. I'm one of your yeah, hosts, yeah, Eric Abkman, yeah. aka the Dark King. And to the left, right, or to the bottom of me is the one, the only. What if? Okay. What if? Okay. In an alternate universe, I was Filipino, and Jr. was white. Just, just saying. Just saying, dude. I'm I'm crazy about what if right now. I am all over the what if game. I am Kevin Pillow, aka not the variant mm-hmm. uh, at Voice of Reason uh, mm-hmm. 23 on all social media platforms. Uh, we're gonna get into uh, a yeah, brief, for, yeah, a brief just, news and notes yeah. on a Loki episode, but yeah. uh, we just, are here to talk about episode five of Loki. Just for that so. little brief little moment there, uh, that little uh, segue into his introduction it was most likely was most likely if you guys uh have you guys most likely know it's by now by the time this episode comes out that the what if trailer for the marvel trailer for what if it has just released today i did watch it i briefly watched a little bit because i had uh, some other stuff to do but i will probably watch it again most likely and that's i definitely know that one of us here is super primo excited for it has been a hype up for a very very for a very quick do minute. Do we just want to do a watch along? Uh, huh? nah, uh, nah. Okay. I will say this though, guys. We do know now what we have long speculated that people have been wondering. Okay, we get Loki. We've got one more episode. As we, uh, of course, this episode yep. we're recording as our ep- Loki episode five, um, which is uh, Journey into Mystery. I think is the title of this episode. Great and. This is our fifth, five, fifth of six bonus episodes for the Loki series, mm-hmm. um, season one, huh? Um, and we were people have been asking, okay, what are you gonna do next? Are you gonna do a Black Widow bonus episode? Probably not gonna be a bonus episode, but we haven't decided yet if we're gonna have do episode fifty two as a, 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 a Black Widow recap or something like that. But yeah. we do know know this. We do know this now. What if at least season one? Because they're supposedly is going to be divided into two seasons. What if will debut on Disney Plus on August 11th? We do have a date now. And looking at it, sticking with tradition, Disney Plus television will air on Wednesday. So, Jared, this makes me think that they've teased the what if shows Hmm. as a spin on each. the, The way it was first uh, advertised in, at Comic-Con and yeah. D23 back in 2019 was each quote episode of what if was going to be, ta- was a complete um, retelling of each individual Marvel cinematic universe movie, yeah. which at, at this point, ha- uh, obviously black widow will make 24, yeah. but there's been 23 MCU movies. Um, I don't think they're going to do 23 no. uh, episodes, but it was kind of hinted at that each episode was going to be almost a full length feature film, but I don't also think that's going to be the case. I think we're going to probably see at least maybe 45 minutes to an hour, but I guess that's kind of wait and see uh, so far, but 
Uh, what if we'll debut on August 11th? That will be our next round of bonus episodes mm-hmm. um, where we will do a reaction, much like we're going to do tonight with episode five of Loki. Um, so look forward to that part of season two, uh, which will launch in uh, in early August after we take our two week hiatus. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I'm super stoked about it. Oh, we have a mutual friend whose name is, we'll just call him, well, Mr. Z. Uh, <laughs> who is a massive comic book version what if fan yeah and i talked to him um i ran into him at some point during the pandemic and um i asked him say hey are you watching um are you watching because he's not a big star wars fan so are you watching the mandalorian yeah. or something he's like nah. i said he said hey they got these cool new shows that are going to be coming out next year on disney plus he goes eh, i don't do the streaming thing blah 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 I said mr z they're going to have a what if show. Oh, you didn't tell me that. Like he got like perked up. And so if you're a fan of the multiverse, if you're a fan of alternate realities of your Marvel comic books, this is going to be the show for you. Um, Because based on the trailer, we saw about two and a half minute trailer this morning, um, which by the way is officially, I think like, I think there's now an official barometer of breaking the internet and apparently it has reached that barometer. Okay. Uh, so congratulations once again to Marvel studios for breaking the internet. Um, this looks like it's going to, and I hate to set the bar so high, but I think this show is going to exceed a lot of what if expectations nice. just based on the, Whoa, I didn't think about that from a, what if standpoint, there's a lot of really cool things. And so, um, if, if Jared has a chance to watch the trailer before now, and when we record episode 52, yeah. maybe we'll do a little slight a little discussion more. about the trailer yeah. in episode 52, but yeah. nonetheless, previewing our next bonus episodes, what if August 11th, so we'll have episode one around that time and time, but we are doing journey into mystery episode mm-hmm. five tonight. Yep. So, we are. uh, and so actually, JR, you've only seen yeah. this twice or oh, sorry, but no, go ahead. Bro, what were you saying? No, actually, um, hmm, let me let's go with your question first. If I see, I'm seeing this, yeah, like one, like I saw it the first time. I think early, no, not even early. Once out, I, I watched. I did watch it like one and a half times in the sense of like I watched it fully. Actually, that night it dropped, so like around one or two o'clock, right, that Wednesday. Yeah, and then I watched it again in the morning. Right, just trying to see if I could like look at thing, but like the my second view, my second viewing was like more so just like looking for the stuff that I've missed type of thing. Yeah, right? yeah. a little more of the tidbits, stuff like that. Uh, and in and funny enough, in my my rush to look for stuff that I missed, I kind of forgot a good portions of the actual story. <laughs> right, I know the bigger the I remember the bigger hindsight, of course, like you know meeting the Lokis, meeting more of the Lokis. <laughs> uh meeting uh of course re- re- uh coming back with some very ca- some characters that we know and the inevitable third act of this of the of the episode where you know all comes to a certain fruition right yeah. and i gotta say i gotta say now just just to be transparent i thought the story would be better in the sense of like uh the in the sense of scale, when in comparison to the other two films, I, uh, to the other two series, I know I've said before multiple times to never compare it, never try not to compare it, right? No, but, I would say thing. Yeah, but in the essence of like script and story, man, I gotta say, I feel like this series in this particular is kind of lacking in that sense, in the sense of like, 
and we'll talk about it definitely throughout, right? Because for me, it felt like a cop out when inevitably people's perceptions of a certain thing or organization was changed in a brief second, and they're now all about tearing it down. I thought that was kind of lackluster for me, for me, right? But you know, again, you know, like it's it could have been it could have been levied in other ways to 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 showcase it better. But for me, man, that's just you know, it wasn't. Uh, my expectations was set pretty decently, and just this particular part, yeah, I thought they would have more of it. But then again, we'll continue with the story. We'll continue with the you know very beginning of the story, or the very the very beginning of the episode where we do see a a rematerialized Loki, our version of Loki Prime, Loki Prime, in the midst of these three Lokis, right? So these three different variant Lokis. So with that said, I'm, I'm, I'm starting the show now. Yeah. For those of you doing Watch Long Style, we're starting from the Marvel Studios uh, logo. Real quick, I, w- I want to jump on what you said, though, JR. Um, comparing and contrasting, because for those of you who don't watch our main show that drops every week, um, the I've been re-watching the Marvel Knights saga, which is the Marvel Netflix series, which are 13 episodes apiece. Um and they run about an hour long. And I was thinking about this, especially with a show like with with Loki that you're that maybe and I noticed this a little bit is that they're they're they it's like a person who speeds up to a stop sign to slam on their brakes. Yeah. Is they they're rushing through sometimes some of these stories. I know we're only five episodes in, yeah, but it's a six episode series season. Yeah. Um, it seems like they do that. They speed up to slow down at the end. And I yeah. get, we want action. We want stuff. So, but I'm wondering if they are so, and again, we don't know the, what went on. We you know, obviously yeah. um, we, we don't know because they filmed most of these shows, WandaVision, uh, Falcon, the winter soldier and Loki under heavy COVID restrictions. And in some cases were put on, on stop or, or, or put on full stop. Um, obviously, the first, the first beginning of the episode, we see a trip through the, the TVA. We see the the chamber of the timekeepers. We see the decapitated head of one of the timekeepers. We find out they're androids, and then now we're going into this dystopian uh, New York, New York, yeah, that we think is New York. Uh, we do see um, a, a a version of Stark Tower, Avengers Tower. It now says Kang Enterprises. Wink. Uh, on the side of it, just uh, throw, putting that out there. Um, but going back to what I was saying is, I'm wondering if maybe they 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 push it because I know on a couple episodes they 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 only did like maybe 35 40 minutes. If mm. they went a full 45 or a full like maybe 50 to 55 minutes and mm. did say seven or eight episodes and let each episode breathe a little bit more, um, yeah. I'm wondering if maybe that the story could be flushed out. But at the same time, I'm realizing yeah. though with the 13 episodes of say like like a Luke Cage season two, there were moments where I'm like, they, yeah, they, they, there was a lot of crutches. They really, yeah. they really, uh, and there's a couple episodes where it's like, okay, they did this in a different sense, the exact same thing last episode. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, I wonder if like maybe just a couple more minutes here and there, but yeah, again, I, we don't know yeah. with COVID I restrictions, do, what they yeah, were. Under. I do feel like though, like particularly Loki where the budget specifically for Loki you see in display 
because not so much with with the other two series right where you're where majority of time in one division is is located to a particular area right i think it shoot in, the, in that one area yeah easily right uh in in Falcon Winter Soldier, it was a lot more dynamic. Yes, there was a lot more C, there was a lot more CG in there in comparison to uh into one in comparison to the entirety one division. But it was more so mainstay on just character focused type of individuals. While Loki, I have to say, has the best visuals out of all of the three because of just the the dystopian whether you be in a dystopian reality right a ruined New York. Whether you be in a um, on a planet or on a on a moon that's being destroyed by a planet, where you are in this you know, retro 1950s 1960s, like um, uh, dystope, uh, like super hyper realized space town, space city, right? It yeah. is def- it is definitely the most stylized, uh, high fidelity series we have out of the bunch. And but I feel like that's this, that it's double edged sword because of the run times that we might have, of because of like how they might have need to push the story further. I do feel like if somehow Fai Fai could like you know pull in a little bit more into production of this show, give them a little bit better, a little bit more of a of a budget, right? Higher budget, you know, maybe an extra episode or two. I do feel like a lot of my uh, a lot of my qualms with it you know, lack of a better term, qualms, would be alleviated, obviously, because I do feel, you know, like it's a very story-centric type of series still, but I feel like the story isn't as filling as I thought it would be. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, re- Real quick, if you guys are watching along, we're episode five, season one, Journey into Mystery of Loki, and we're seeing the, the, the five Lokis in this case. Mm-hmm. We're seeing uh, classic Loki, the old journey into mystery loki with the yellow and green mm-hmm. we see uh loki l113 is what he's referred to or yeah. um jr likes to refer to him as loki prime but we have to be careful because yeah. is there a possibility that there is an actual loki loki prime, prime yeah. like a, a king loki or a <clears throat> loki superior so to speak um we also see uh i don't know what what's the uh the I call him the Thor Loki with the guy that's oh, yeah, old. Yeah. He's the, I think he was typecasted. Uh, he, I think he was said to be boastful Loki or like prideful Loki or one of those. Yeah. Okay. Bo- yeah, bo- that's right. The boastful Loki is what I heard. Yeah. We also get kid Loki, the one that JR has been waiting for the most, or actually mm-hmm. in this case, he actually is in King this Loki. instance. Yeah. King Loki or yeah. pirate Loki. Also he's known as, um, and mm-hmm. speaking of pirate, we think we see a pirate ship. Uh, mm-hmm. In this this dystopian, which we now know is known is not it's not New York, it's known as the Void, and the Void is the end of all time. It's where all of the pruned existence, all the 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 timelines that were quote pruned by the time uh, the TVA agents, you mm-hmm. know, when they go in and they grab a variant, pull them to the TVA, and then they set off one of the time bombs, yeah. and they they don't get destroyed it gets sent to the end of time and almost kind of like a uh, a time dumpster so to speak yeah. and so all the things that we're seeing are these time dumps so we see a pirate ship which we believe could be kid loki's pirate ship we see a ufo mm-hmm. we also get to see uh, a craft that looks eerily familiar to a previous one head of hydra's 
uh, spaceship from uh, Captain America First Avenger. Mm -hmm. Uh, Then we see an Easter egg, JR, that set the internet abuzz um, yesterday, and that is we get to see a helicopter. Looks like an old, like, 1970s, 1960s helicopter, kind of like almost like the Batcopter, so to speak. Yeah. Out of Batman 66. And it says Thanos on the side. Um, And uh, from what I understand, this is ripped from an old Spidey kid adventures from like 1978 or something like that. And the, Thanos is flying through New York yeah. in this helicopter trying yeah. to find the, the, uh, the, the Thanos the cop- cube. Yeah. The, Thanos, the Thanos copter has, has been a well-known meme that's been used and been actually prop- popularized recently by the one and only Deadpool, where Deadpool has uh, Jack. Uh, he, um, I'm pretty sure I talked about it in a, uh, in a previous episode a long while back, right? If you guys do deep dive about Deadpool basically having the um having the infinity gauntlet right and near the end of like the um, a certain like death event in the in the, in the comics at the time right he was actually in the thanos copter and he hijacked <laughs> the thanos copter and so i have to go yeah, back and look for that one yeah yeah it's it's definitely in there it's like the last in the last i think six years or so that's when the event happened so thanos copter does make its rounds every now and then and it's it's a fun little nod it's a cute little nod it's definitely like used as a joke obviously yeah. right because thanos being the mad uh you know mad conquering titan he is is not going to be seen in a freaking copter right no. and so if if majority of the time you will see thanos copter i'm pretty sure deadpool is right is pretty freaking close behind but yeah going into um the episode in general you see uh these well you you see our loki uh we'll call him a uh, main character loki now mc loki there you go, MC Loki. That's actually a pretty cool name. <clears throat> he wakes up, sees the three, and then basically all the all the three said, "We get up. We gotta get up. You gotta survive." Well, what my question is, you know, what, how what are we gonna do these things? How are we gonna how are we gonna do this? And all three of them go, "We have to survive." That's it. We have to survive. They bring him back. Uh, they bring him through the ruins of this place where, yeah, we see just desolate areas, crazy amounts of like, uh, crazy amounts of like rubble and things popping in and out of existence, right? There was a particular one where we see a helicopter. We, we do see the helicopter, but another one where we see a um, uh, a ship come out of nowhere. Uh, that actually much later in the film, in the, in the episode. But we see bits and pieces of reality just plopped in here. Like like yeah. like, a, like my compatriot said, like a freaking dumpster, basically. And so we have them go, we have all the Lokis go into their private area, I guess they're a little high. Probably a little, little bunker. A little bunker, yeah. right? And in that little bunker, uh, we see our another nod <clears throat> as um as all Loki go down. We have, they have that little screen pan where it goes underneath the surface. We see Thor's hammer, which which Thor, we have no clue. And in a in a glass jar, a frog Thor trying to grab that hammer, which is hilarious to me. And so oh well, uh, I, cool. I did think that I thought that was pretty funny. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, we get to see this kind of underground layer that the uh, boastful Loki, classic Loki, King, uh, kid Loki, and Gator Loki yeah. uh, are are a part of. Um, and we see kind of a candy cane throne. We do know later um, that kid Loki mm-hmm. um, is the king of this particular layer. He is the king Loki of this of the of the, um, uh, of the void. 
Yeah. Um, the um, the other thing that we saw in this episode was uh, when you when you you mentioned the um, the when, when Loki L one three or MCU Loki um, Loki two thousand twelve Avengers Loki whatever you want to call uh, is a, is kind of awoken by the three gentlemen behind me, obviously uh, boastful Loki, classic Loki, and then kid Loki's kind of behind me. If you're watching the YouTube version, um, and you tell them to get up uh, because there is a, a, another, uh, for, I hate to use the term smoke monster for those of you who are fans of um, lost. lost. Um, but uh, there is a creature, a smoke creature uh, brewing behind them. And it looks like almost like a dragon and this uh, this this being is kind of the devourer of the the void. Um, they mm-hmm. t- he devours beans, and I can't remember uh, for the life of me what that being's name is. Aether or something like that, like uh, something like that. Something we'll like we'll that, get yeah. it here in a moment. Um, fast forward, we see, uh, in my opinion, we see for a moment that maybe Ravona Renslayer. We're back in the TVA. Uh, um, Sylvia's there with Miss Minute and and um, and Ravona, mm-hmm. and we see maybe there's a bit of a uh, a bit of a, a truce or, or kind of a, a partnership a brewing, but then it dissolves quite quickly. Where yeah. Ravona is, uh, uh, um, kind of tricked Sylvie yeah. in trying to be captured, and uh, we start to see that maybe Ravona Renslayer is the bad guy here, which we've kind of hinted at the last couple of weeks. Yeah. Um, and then we get to see something I didn't see coming JR. And, and that is, you know, she get uh, Sylvie uh, gets cornered behind the judges uh, like desk, so to speak, yeah. which is Ravona's. Yeah. Um, she has one of those pruning sticks still um, mm-hmm. as she held Ravona hostage now she's got TVA agents, uh, some hunters that are, or you know, yeah. they call them um, uh, Minutemen. Yeah. The Minutemen are, are coming in on. So Sylvie looks at the the the, the stick, the little yeah. pruning stick, and she activates it after, by the way, nod, puts the temp pad in her back pocket. That's Ravona's. Yeah. Activates the pruning stick and then immediately turns it on herself, almost like an act of suicide. Um, but we, uh, but I think at this point, we now know that, uh, through Ravona telling her, Sylvie knows she prunes herself. Yeah. She's going to the end of time. She's going to go to the void. And there is where she can find her friend, Loki, yeah. Yeah. Loki MCU. <laughs> yeah. MC Loki. Yeah. I, I gotta say, man, this is where the, the part of the story just got really hokey to me. It a little got, bit. Like, it got super hokey because of the, like at the beginning of the series, I always thought that, yeah, I felt like the TVA, you know, aspect of the story was going to be the most interesting part, but now it's devolved to the point where like, okay, cool corporation, the bad people, you know, this thing again, and that you don't believe anything what they got to say. And because of, for me, particular, my particular stance is that now it's hokey to me, all the acting that's come from it, it just seems hokey, man. Like, I'm pretty sure the person who I'm pretty sure the actress who plays Renslayer is a great actress, man. But like, I, it's hard for me to get past the fact, man. I'm like, yo, okay, cool. You just seen one Sylvie. You just seen her slice up your boy and disintegrate him, 
And now you want to shake her hand because now because her her, her tag existence is somehow ship is now out of order. And then, you know, and then you're surprised when she has people come in. I'm like, come on, dude. Like it, it was just pretty hokey to me, the whole thing. And I was I was really hoping that we just push forward past it. And I'm glad they did. And like there there is still some scenes with Rensselaer in during you know, sprinkled in in the episode of her trying to figure out, OK, cool. Now I'm actually I'm actually, you know, want to know who's behind the whole, you know, who created the whole TBA. Man, it just feels super forced to me at that point for the whole uh, this whole arc of the TVA now, which I f- I f- swore they were going to be something better than what than what we've seen now. Uh, it is what it is, uh, but I'm glad they pushed past that. And there was and there's more story of just Sylvie and Loki's now and them trying to figure out you know the whole what's the whole ordeal behind who's actually controlling not just one the TVA but who is trying to set things in motion with time in general. And so that was cool. <clears throat> I, I will say that this was kind of interesting that yeah. the variants um, we learned from classic Loki, mm-hmm. this, uh, this one, yeah. after again, you're watching the video for those watching the, listening to the audio version, it's the, the older Loki yeah. gentleman that has the really old 1960s, 1970s costume on with the over-exaggerated yeah. horns, the front Classic Loki starts describing by the request of, of Loki. I think that they officially call him Loki L L one, one, three. Yeah. Um, he starts telling the story of his interaction with Thanos. So we learn here that though they live on a, on different timelines um, and it's assumed that Loki L one, one, three or MC Loki yeah. lives on the main, the quote sacred timeline um, that each individual one has the almost the identical uh, timeline the, yeah. the, the, in, in activity, so to speak. And so they, they kind of meet drinking some rocks cart wine. Um, they start talking about their interaction with Thanos. And obviously Loki, the Loki that we know in this show has not been yet killed by Thanos because he was plucked from... 2012's yep. Avengers, yeah. Um, but he knows what his what his quote end game is, no pun intended. Um, and that he was killed at the th- hands of Thanos um, in the activities of uh, of post yep. Ragnarok, as he says it in the story. Um, so it's, I just thought that it was kind of interesting that each one has had their own interaction with Thanos. Um, you know, boastful Loki talks about, oh, I killed Thanos and I, I killed Iron Man and I, I wielded all the uh, the Infinity Stones. And they, of They're course, like, no, call him out and say it's bullshit. Yeah. Um, what was it? Kid Loki says, I think, what did they say? He he killed Thor. Yeah. No, it was, yeah, his Nexus event was that he killed Thor. That's what it was. The Nexus, yeah. Nexus event. But yeah, just, I thought it was really interesting. And then, of course, we get to see uh, probably one of the most anticipated moments in this show. And that is when Loki L and three goes to leave the, the 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 bunker, so to speak, and he opens up the lid to find the one, the only President Loki, the one, yeah. the variant that we've been waiting for, so that that uh, vote Loki issue number one uh, can uh, now sell for hundreds of thousands of dollars. Yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, I know that since the very first trailer, that's what people have been waiting for is that. Yeah the first appearance of, of president Loki so that they can uh, 
resell that book. But we now see Sylvie yeah. uh, come into the void, and now she is under attack of this uh, I, smoke monster. And God, I can't think of what it's called. Yeah, I, I will say actually to kind of just kind of uh, go back just a little bit during the conversation of the Lokis, right? There was one particular line where older Loki, right, has said where, uh, where he said that every Loki. Uh, I forgot the the, the full-on verbiage, but it was more so in terms of like <clears throat> every Loki is me is a is means to be destroyed or is me you know is a certain is to be a tragic type of character, right? And he saw I think they gave a line them themselves the line of like the the, uh, the god of the outsider or something like that. Yeah, the god of the outsider, and that Loki being a Loki is is basically to lose type of thing, and. We see that uh, our Loki, MC Loki, is like very much against that. And he understands the future that was supposed to happen to him. And he's like, well, there's things that change. And he talks about he talks about Sylvie and that she's different and that uh, she's the one that's going to try to fix everything. I'm pretty sure this was the part or something or maybe. Yeah, this was the part. They said it. And that's when, of course, he leaves and he sees he sees uh, um, the other, Lo- not just. Uh, President Loki, but all the other Lokis that were yeah. there. Um, there's a bunch of other. Um, yeah, there's, Loki def- Loki there. there's a bunch, and then we find out that they are his his army, so to speak. Yeah, yeah. so uh, that was a that was an interesting find. But going back to Sylvie, yeah, she awakens in a think a a blown out bus, and then she notices that um you know this huge smoke monster. Unquote, Still trying me. to figure out what the fuck it's called. Now you got me doing it. Elf something, right? Is um the dragon, the smoke dragon monster. Uh, sees, uh, is notices her presence and is rushing after. She gets out, and Eliath, Eliath, that's it, Eliath. There you go, Eliath. I was close. I was close. Uh, so Eliath comes in to try to uh, eat her, basically, and then for a brief moment. As she kind of like is entangled in, I guess, a tendril of of life, she tries to enchant it, and and for a brief second she sees something. Don't know what it is, but she sees something. And so, just from that aspect, she kind of knows what she's dealing with in a certain in a certain regard. But she's just running away. She runs away to a point where she gets to a field and a car, a, a pizza, I think a pizza bug or whatever, right? Uh, is seen uh, is seen craning down this field towards her and lo and behold it is our mobius mobius is actually back and mobius comes there to save her and um i gotta say it's i i knew that we were we weren't gonna uh we weren't gonna it was it wasn't the last of us seeing our guy mobius man but i, I gotta say man i'm just glad to see him i really am he was definitely oh, yeah. the, he was definitely one of the high points of the series for me uh, I will say this: What's really cool? What I did like about the 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 outsiders, as you call them, the mm-hmm. the boastful Loki, kid Loki, and in classic Loki and alligator Loki. Outcast. Or, uh, there you go. Yeah, the God, outcast. God. I'm sorry. You're right. Outcast. That's what it's called. God's sorry, God. outsiders. I've been watching a lot of NWO this week, yeah. so I'm thinking Scott Hall, Kevin Nash. Hmm. Um, the outcasts. Um, I'm liking uh, um, classic Loki because we find out. Um, as the show progresses, um, and, 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 and same thing, and like going to harken back to what I was talking about with their each individual interaction with Thanos, um, was Loki says, Well, wait a minute, I, me, later down the road, did not survive the hands of Thanos. I was choked out, yada, yada, yada. But 
classic Loki says, well, I, I was able to uh, project myself um, and basically trick Thanos into thinking that he killed me, but really I, you killed a, a, uh, um, a trick, a, a projection, so to speak. And he, and he projected himself, his actual body as trash and was able to sneak off. So we learned from that story on that this classic Loki has got some serious magical powers yeah. and we see how they escape the, the, the bunker, so to speak, when both we find out boastful Loki um, yeah. basically tricks the outcasts into um, uh, giving them their place. Yeah. Basically boastful Loki handed over the, the, the outcast and uh, Loki L113 to um, to President Loki and his minions, which then turned into a full anarchy. Yeah. And they and so classic Loki was able to project very similar to that of a portal um, uh, created by the the, uh, the the Tesseract. He's able to get out of there and move on. So even Loki, our main Loki, MC Loki L113, is like, whoa, what the hell is this? And he goes through the portal and he escapes. Yeah. So the groundwork is laid that this classic Loki has got some serious sick magic powers. So well, yeah, I mean, if if anything comes to be, uh, this uh, this classic Loki right is probably the closest version to the main timeline Loki right, MC Loki, because yeah. he does go through the whole aspect of like him going through basically endgame but not dying and the second that he gets off the planet he said before that you know he spent his days on a planet and he just took himself off the board right he's probably the most neutral loki right at this point where he just doesn't want to do anything he does he takes him off the board if if he's if he's a loki and he's there and he's destined to do bad things he'd rather just like leave it right it reminds me of like it reminds me of um of dc vertigo's lucifer Right, where he's like, if I'm ba- if Lucifer's like, if I'm bound to do evil, right, and, and people view me as that, right, I might as well just take myself off the board and just live in like LA or something, which technically this Loki did. He lived in off in an off world planet by himself until old age, until he got lonely. And the second that he tried to step foot off his planet, the TVA showed up. And I feel this- like, I feel like Good. this Loki, right, the, the old Loki is very much. Uh, closely attached to you know the current loki right mc loki as well as as well as the loki that actually died during endgame he is i feel like yeah he's the closest one while at the same time he also is the he is the closest callback to classic comic book loki where yeah those were his original powers he's able to have some type of uh, manipulation of portals where he does have, you know, this wide array of magic powers, right. Where he is super strong. He is the, he is um, granted the comic book Loki is much stronger, right. They have yet to actually tap into that, but he, but he's pretty close, right. This is the closest Loki. And I'm glad that they displayed him now because yeah, it does really break open the doors of how strong a Loki can be. If he stops focusing on his knives and he starts focusing on his magic, right? Which he does say throughout. He, he does say he does make into at uh, during the episode. Yeah. I, I will say this. And it goes back and you brought a great point. I didn't think about this until you just said this was we talked about two, 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 three weeks ago when we were first introduced to Lady Loki. We find out later she's Sylvie. Sylvie in the comic books is the enchantress. We assumed because she Sylvie continues to talk about her enchantments. Um, that she's the enchantress 
Um, and, and in some of the different mediums of Marvel comics, TV, co- cartoons and stuff like that, uh, Loki, much like classic Loki, much like Loki main timeline, MCU L113 Loki, is finds himself floating through space. Now, like JR mentioned, classic Loki escapes the 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 he escapes death of Thanos exiles himself to a planet gets bored tries to escape found by the TVA Loki at the end of Avenger I'm sorry at the end of the first Thor movie falls off the rainbow or is lets himself go kind of commit suicide so to speak off the rainbow bridge um is found by Thanos and his group saved given the uh the scepter and the, and the mind stone and we know where that went in loki earth's mightiest heroes the cartoon similar situation happens he is uh he falls into space lands into an alternate universe where he is saved by you guessed it we mentioned it before the enchantress so it's very it's funny how these three different stories are very kind of similar and like you said jer they're very similar to that of the comic book, though I do, though I think Loki in the main Earth six one six tellings of um, in the comic book continuity, his interactions with Sylvie and, and the Enchantress goes a little differently. Um, we know that Sylvie, or the, sorry, the Enchantress in the comic books gets her powers from Loki. Um, so, um, and of course, in, in the MCU, it's Sylvie gets her powers because she is Loki. Um, I know it's kind of all confusing, but I just uh, it's very interesting that these three storylines kind of all float around. I know that the Earth's Mightiest Heroes cartoon is not considered canon and stuff like that. It's considered an alternate universe. Sorry, I've been reading a lot about the multiverse lately, um, and uh, I, w- I wanted to know where the... Just a side note real quick, as we see, if you're doing Watch Along, we see uh, Hunter, uh, Hunter C-15... Yeah. Um, is in a is in cap in, in, uh, kind of uh, locked up in this red void, so to speak. And Hunter, uh, I'm sorry, and uh, um, Ravona Renslayer uh, unlocks her for a moment. Mm-hmm. Um, I did not know. I always was kind of curious. I didn't know about the multiverse until probably about I'd say five or six years ago, and it was a reference in the in, a, in an episode of Big Bang Theory. And it was funny was. Penny in the episode goes, what's a multiverse? And Sheldon's like, Ugh. and looks at um, Leonard Hofstetter and goes, what do you see in her? Um, and I was that guy. I was that guy. I was Penny. I was like, what is the multiverse? And I've done, so I've really kind of jumped down the rabbit hole of the yeah. multiverse. And the first appearance of the multiverse is what if volume one issue number one so for the longest time i thought what ifs were just side stories but no what ifs are the telling of the the, of the multiverse so to speak but um just for yeah yeah just just for small reference sake for those who don't know or those who have some mention of multiverses basically um in in marvel terms right in marvel mcu not just mcu but like just marvel in general uh how they classify multiverses as an infinite number of realities so infinite right dc is different so because dc has a set number of of uh, realities even though they call it multiverse uh, while marvel in itself has is the truer quote-unquote sense of the multiverse where if there's an, an infinite amount of realities there's an infinite amount of happenings and so every decision that you make don't make think of making 
where it was going to make or have made horrible has happened, will happen, will happen again. And it will happen in an infinite variety of, of that matter. And so that's what Marvel has been doing since like the, they've been doing that since the seventies, man. They really, really went like full bore. And uh, I think with, with, uh, with DC, they've gone into it recently with uh, Grant Morrison because Grant Morrison is, well, is one of the, um, one of the main guys in DC to kind of flesh out the multiverse, even though they've had infinite, even though they had crisis on infinite earths happen for quite a while. Yeah. And so, yeah, that's the thing with multiverse. It is, it is, it is incredibly huge. When you hear us, when you hear us say earth 616, that is literally a multiverse of where the mainline comics derive from. And like, they can go as high as like 1 million or 1000 or something like that. Yeah. Well, like for example, I read that, Marvel, the Marvel multiverse, Earth 616 is mainline continuity, the yep. the the origin, the origin of the Marvel superheroes. So for you lay fans, the 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 stories that you know and love, Captain America, Steve Rogers, Super Soldier Serum fights the Nazis alongside of his boy uh, boyfriend, his kid friend, yeah, Bucky Barnes. Um you know, and, and and there's all kinds of different stories and stuff like that of how he dies and goes in the ice. I think in in the uh, in the uh, uh, comic book, he um, what tries to fight off a nuclear bomb and falls into the ice, yeah. and and Bucky Barnes gets stuck on it and he falls into the ice and becomes the Winter Soldier. Blah blah blah. Yeah. But uh, you know, the the X Men, Spider Man, Peter Parker being bit by the radioactive spider. spider Fantastic Four, all that. That's main Earths. That's six one six. That's mainline continuity. Yeah. The uh, the Ultimates universe. That's like Earth sixteen ten. Sixteen ten. Yeah. What I did not know is in Marvel Comics continuity, hmm. the Marvel Cinematic Universe yeah. has a, oh. a, a a a a multiverse call sign, and that is Earth one thousand nine. One. I'm sorry. No, it's earth 199,999 yep. um so in the comic books the mcu is in yep. comic book continuity yep. it's not connected to earth 616 but it just means that if say earth 616 is uh, uh you know peter parker goes steps through a time a time vortex he could end up in yeah mcu and and whatnot so yeah now i will say this is kind of funny uh sidebar real quick as mm-hmm. we're now seeing the two loki sylvie and, and l113 um interacting and really kind of falling for one each other one another yeah um kevin feige just entered into the marvel comic continuity part of the um uh what do they call it? the x-men event that's going on the um oh um the gala the gala of uh, the Hellfire's Club gala. Yeah. Uh, supposedly, I think it's an X Men twenty one. No, anyway, I'll, I'll find it. Maybe we'll talk about it on our on our our last episode. But Kevin Feige is at the gala. So is um uh um oh I can't think of her name now. She's mm-hmm. works for Marvel.com, but there are Marvel employees in. The, the this comic book yeah. now but it's just so funny that kevin feige the the maestro 
of the MCU is actually now uh, a, technically a part uh, of canonically a yeah. Marvel Earth six one six character. So um, thought that was kind of interesting, but um, yeah, I, I, I now I, you know I, I kind of I'm kind of enjoying the little, for lack of a better term, love story between yeah. Loki and Sylvie, but. This is kind of where it kind of hit the skids a little bit last night. And I know a lot of people said they kind of slept through this one, but um, I don't know. What, which part? I, I'm, like the, 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 uh, it's where the two of them are talking. They have the, the, uh, the blanket around them and stuff like that. I mean, like it was, it, it did really feel forced at this point, right? Like they're trying to wrap things up somewhat nicely and then hopefully go on to the you know the big you know the big reveal in the last episode where hopefully they'll set up whatever have they right i do feel like now you now we see the effects of the covid uh, of the covid crisis happen you know and that a lot of this stuff felt really rushed man because i feel definitely that if they add a little bit more a couple like at least 10 more minutes per se right during each episode right even though i know 10 minutes even one minute is freaking a lot and when it comes to budget <clears throat> but i do feel like if they add just a little bit more time and fleshed out you know the relationships between people i do feel like this particular scene would have been earned better I, it just for me man like I'm I'm all I'm still on all in the vibe of like all right cool it's still very much Loki trying to find love for himself, right? That all the Loki is really just needs some yeah. need that one person to believe in them type of thing, and that and that this whole um the whole interaction of um of I I felt like the better scene was the Loki's right older Loki and younger Loki with Mobius, that scene was I felt was a lot better in the sense of like yeah, just trying to find watch like, it yeah we're watching right now. Yeah, just like the scenes of like saying that, you know, not all Lokis are meant to like, you know, you're not all destined to to destroy or whatever. You're just you just happen to be. And I feel like they're not all not all and not all Lokis are broken type of thing. Because I know that um that the classic Loki, the second they get out of that the second they get out of the um the bunker, right? You know, he he goes on a rant and says that all that's all of us are meant to destroy, or all of us are meant to be broken, and you know, and that's why we can't ever, you know know be whole or whatever right and we have that little callback go back within um within this episode with mobius and i feel like that had a lot more clarity a lot more uh, a lot more um levity than than sally the loki scene man the loki and and sylvie scene it just, oh yeah i i know which line you're talking about it's happening right now and that yeah. is the loki's make the decision sylvie is going to stay she thinks she can connect with Eliath with using her enchantment um, and here I know Loki L113 says, What are you gonna do with the TVA? He says, Burn it to the ground, which is a callback to episode one, I believe, one or two, where Loki says to Mobius, I'm gonna burn the TVA to the ground. Yeah, um, so Mobius goes back through, uses the temp pad, he's able to, to get a, a window or get a door yeah. back to the yeah. TVA. Like yeah. I said, Sylvie and Loki are gonna stay. Classic Loki says, No, I'm gonna stay. This is our home. Kid Loki says the same thing. Kid Loki hands over his golden dagger mm -hmm. to uh, L113. Yeah. Um, and of course, uh, for those who keep a close eye, Loki used a golden dagger in uh, Agents of Asgard. I think it was an issue of Agents of Asgard. So um, it's, yep. again, callback. There's a lot of Easter eggs in this episode yeah. um, as the our two 
protagonist go towards Eliath, um, which uh, is also a, a main continuity of the Marvel Comics character um, that is last seen, hint, hint, on uh, Acropolis, I think is what it's called, the homeland of King the Conqueror. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I did not know this, why a lot of people are thinking like, okay, when Sylvie connects with Eliath, and uses her enchantment on she's able to see what's inside the smoke and it's a castle uh with a light on top of one of its towers um you see albeit briefly um what looks like the silhouette of some kind of uh, of uh, some kind of um uh, what's the word i'm looking for uh kind of a, a, a kind of see a little bit of a, a silhouette of a, ta- of a of a city so to speak yeah. Uh, maybe calling back to when we see, I think it's called Acropolis in um, uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp in the, the quantum realm um, where we see the hometown of or the, the, the living space, so to speak, of Kang the Conqueror. Um, so a lot of little, like I said, a lot of little Easter eggs. And yeah. um, we see, okay, Loki, I'm going to create the distraction. He's going to use the golden dagger, which we know can conjure up f- a fire. To distract Eliath, um, Sylvie is going to try and um, uh, use her powers against uh, against Eliath and in, yeah. in, in enchantment. But it's learned very quickly here that um, the two of them separate cannot yeah. do what they want to do because Eliath turns on Sylvie very quickly, and he's like, and Loki's like, oh crap, like this is not going to work. And this is one of my favorite parts. This is where we see um, a just the ultimate distraction, and all of a sudden, Elias turns on a dime and starts. What's what is this? And all of a sudden, out of nowhere, this green projection of Asgard is put up, and we see classic Loki using some of the probably the most amount of of his powers probably ever. And we should, we probably like to JR said, like you said earlier, classic Loki harken back to his comic continuity right. is um, really kind of just, just throwing some powers down. Yeah. It's just that like, yeah, classic Loki's like classic comic book Loki is, is pretty friggin' OP in a sense to be like, and, and, and like we're, we're the only people that can truly defeat him, right, is, of course, his brother and his father and like people of that tier, right? And people are going to start people are going to harken back to like, oh, you know, when when Hulk beat him down in MCU. Well, that's the MCU. Granted, that did, I think that might have happened in a certain occasion, right, during uh, during a certain run during the Avengers comics line, if I remember correctly. It's just that like Loki super, super powerful in, in regards to just using in, in regards to just using magic and i don't know how how uh, the mcu tend to forgot that right but when they first chose him to be the first main big bad right of, of avengers that was a great choice it's just that he should have had he should have wielded way more power than what they than what they showed but understandably so you know you don't want to have your guy be too overpowered right yeah, we don't have we don't want to have your first villain be way overpowered to the point where like, all right, cool, it's gonna he's gonna have some he's dwarf Thanos gonna somehow dwarf him, in that essence. So, other than that, man, yeah, the classic Loki, pretty 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 accurate to his powers, and 
Yeah, man. I just glad they showed that scene where they, they could they where we see MC Loki and and Sylvie see that what you know what they're possible of what they're possibly capable of, and so I gotta say too, man. The, the this whole kind of corny line for me again, my little my little thing again with the with episodes that were like, oh, you know, we gotta work together type of thing, right? It felt like one of those yeah. like cheesy, oh, we have to we have to pull pull our powers together in order to enchant this thing. I'm like, all right, cool, whatever. You know, I'm trying to bide my tongue. I'm still you know I'm still into the series, but I'm like at this point, man, I'm like, ah, oh, come on, man, it's just a little too. A little too hokey for me, man. A little bit too corny at this point. I will say one, probably my favorite moment of this episode just happened. It's where uh, classic Loki uh, finally um, has his glorious purpose. Yeah. And that is to distract uh, Eliath so that Loki and Sylvie can uh, enchant Eliath and and move on in uh, into yeah. the smoke, but he sits there and he's conjuring and he's got the full classic Loki costume on, and his laugh and his facial expressions is so comic book accurate. Yep. Um, I mean, it's almost as if Jack Kirby is drawing this actor uh, laughing maniacally at this smoke monster. Um, but it's it's being acted by uh, by a, a professional actor. It was it was so great. This this like I said, this aha, this like over the top maniacal laugh as he's mm-hmm. staring down death, and his and his, again, no pun intended, his end game. Uh, we see our two protagonists move towards uh, what is now the opening of Eliath, and we see inside the smoke, and there is that castle that mm-hmm. Sylvie. Um, saw glimpses of earlier in the episode and that is where the episode ends and we'll pick up next week for the final episode of this season um jerry you mentioned before that this one kind of was a little cheesy corny a little bit maybe but was kind of lackluster where where do you rank episode five on 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 uh, out of the other five episodes Oh man, that's a tough one. I, it's definitely one of the one of the lower ones for me. I gotta I gotta go back to my rankings of like which episodes per se. But for me, as of right now, I'll probably say out of one to five, number four. Yeah, I think that my number one is probably going to be. Um, I, I really think they came out strong. I enjoyed episode one. Mm-hmm. Episode two was good. Three fell off a little bit for me. Yeah. Um, but I think after re-watching it, um, I think that uh, you could probably put episode three up there as, as my number two or my number three. Uh, episode four was good. Um, I would have to say in order, I'd probably go one, three, four, two, five. Uh, or uh, yeah, hmm. um, I I enjoyed four. I like the build towards the um, the uh, unveiling of yeah. the the time the timekeepers, yeah. um, and of course the ultimate swerve. They're androids. We yeah. get into, and of course we get our first post credit scene where we get introduced to 
yeah. uh, the, 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 out, the outcast, as you see before uh, behind mm-hmm. us, by the way, this, um, this, this version of the picture behind me at JR, if you're watching the YouTube channel has the actual clip from the show, mm-hmm. but the video, the version I have behind me is uh, thanks to our friend uh, boss logic. He redid the clip that JR has posted and he kind of turned it into a, a rap album cover. Yeah. Kind of cool. Um, so I, I just thought it was kind of funny. So I stole that from boss logic. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, I would have to say it, it's it's not my favorite, but I can see its importance. Yeah, um, it does really kind of set the bar up a little bit for the final episode. How yeah. can they close this out? Yeah. And also, this episode, no post credit scene. Yep. Um, which was unusual because not that not that we're entitled to a post credit scene at all, but what can they possibly give us? Yeah in in the uh in the last in the, one I, I in the last how, one i wonder how long the the last episode actually will be will it be still be in that 40 44 minute range will it be a little bit less than that maybe not. 33 will it be an hour type of thing right like how, how long how long would episode do they need for it to really hopefully you know answer most of the questions that has been asked during the series right i'm i'm for damn sure, well, sure, no, that they're not going to answer absolutely everything, right? They're not going to answer, like, they're not going to answer, you know, what what variations of Loki has been out there. You know, they're not going to answer, you know, who was Renslayer before this. They're not going to answer, uh, they might not answer, you know, like, if there are different TVA variants, like, uh, agencies, right? Or if they're, like, a if there are other type of humanoid TVA agents, right? Because the only type of agents we've seen are humanoid, are humans. We have yet to see any type of Asgardians. We have yet to see any any type of a any type of a like um uh what was uh I forgot his name, man. Quill's uh Quill's daddy. Quill's, Quill's dad. He, no, 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 no. His uh the uh, the adopted father. Y- Yondu. Yeah, they, we have never seen any type of like Yondu. Or any, we haven't any. We haven't seen any non-earthlings basically in the tba so like no not really that's, that's what i'm saying right so what, like i'm pretty sure they're not gonna answer that question i'm hoping they do because like if they if they do why just earthlings like why just earthlings you have yeah, yeah. you have asgardians you have possibly other forms i, I know for damn sure they're not, gonna, they're not gonna show mutants but like some other type of variety in that sense so we it's it a is, and they, but they did mention it. They did say that um, that the TVA has hosted, like I think you, you just said it too, was they have hosted Titans, they've hosted uh, the Kree, uh, Kree. vampires. Yeah. Um, you know, it's it. But you're right. For the most part, it's they've just been human humanoid yeah. uh, uh, beings. Which, um, yeah, which is which no is, no real aliens. Yeah, which is crazy to me because like if this is technically, you know, been seen or forecasted as like the TVA has been created, you know, before this timeline came to be. When did the when did this version of Earth came to be in existence? There has to be, like, I don't know if it's just a budget type of thing. I don't know if it's because of like, uh, if it if it's because of like the COVID uh, COVID related type of um type of uh. Uh, type of scenario it's just for me man i feel like they're not going to answer all these questions and i'm hoping that the budget for next season is much bigger maybe more a lot more grandiose because that's what loki honestly is super grandiose hoping that's the case 
Um, and yeah, man, this this definitely isn't my favorite episode. It's not my. It's not. It's it, uh, it's not a bad it's not, episode. It's not a bad episode at all. It's just that like, it's it's sped up and slow. It's sped up and slowed. And when it slowed down, it slowed down in certain parts that honestly for me was unnecessary. Yes, the whole thing where they're trying to bridge this weird romantic type of leeway into Loki, you know, falling for Sylvie, even though they're technically the same individual, right? And they're yeah. really hemming on that point now with the whole cloak over her shoulder and stuff. I'm like, get on with it. Please get yeah. on with it. Like, it's, yeah, I don't know. But uh, I'm just hoping that it really does end well. I'm really hoping that we do get some type of hype train. Maybe it is Kang. Maybe it is something else. Maybe we see, I don't know, let's say Reed Richards. I'm pretty well, sure it's going to happen, but yeah. He, here is the, the growing theory is that in the tr- one of the early teaser trailers, we saw a throne room similar to that of Odin's throne room on Asgard. And um, sorry, a little dust on the camera there. Um, and uh, there's a scene that's teased to be in this show uh, of a, a of a throne room similar to that of Odin. Like I said, Odin's throne room on Asgard. Um, obviously, we know in most we and again we learned in this episode. Yeah that on almost all of the timelines, including the quote sacred timeline, which is the main MCU timeline, Asgard has been destroyed. Ragnarok has taken place. We know the classic Loki talked about it. That's where he escaped, you know, same way. Ragnarok happens. He ends up on the ship, avoids Thanos, doesn't get killed. We know our Loki, again, as I refer to him as as L113, that's his again, his name given in in episode one, um, that he dies at the hands of, 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 of Thanos in the events of infinity war shortly after Ragnarok, um, kid Loki. I can't remember what he said he did in Ragnarok boastfully Loki. You can't believe a word he comes out of his mouth. So he really didn't say, we don't know that we do know that on most of these timelines, if not all of them, Ragnarok has happened. So, Hmm, this, this scene that we saw that the back, in in the the teaser trailer for loki um the series uh shows a loki on the throne of asgard in odin's throne room what does that mean is it a flashback we have not seen that scene yet to go back to what jr said have we actually met loki prime that is there a true superior loki out there is that uh the 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 quote um end of all of this we don't know uh, there's a lot of theories like jr i've said i have heard the reed richards one obviously king the conqueror is the main yeah i i, theory. Will, say, yeah, I will say this if uh if the mcu is attached to the mainline marvel and you know multiverse right i'm gonna just say this out loud the main loki prime is earth 616 loki and he sadly enough um spoiler alert, spoiler alert, spoiler alert just died after the end of the War of the Realms arc that happened about a year ago. <laughs> yeah, and I, I haven't. I don't. I don't think I. Maybe I did get all the War of the Realms books. I can't remember. I was collect. No, I take that back. I had quit collecting Thor at that point. Um, yeah. I really had just. I. For those of you who don't get, just to to to, to end on, on 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 these. Um. Really, some of the best writing that has been in comic books in the last. 10 15 years we have 
we have kissed Tanahashi Coates' ass so much on this show. It's unbelievable, but he deserves it. The guy's an incredible writer. His run on both Captain America and Black Panther is amazing. Yeah. Um, the writing for um, I've, I've been a huge fan of Christopher Hastings and, and the goings on of Gwenpool, mm. but Jason Aaron's run on Thor and the mighty Thor in, in the mid 2000, uh, 2010. So like 2014, yeah. 2015, 2016 yeah. is, is incredible. And then of course he did unworthy Thor. Yeah. And then I believe he did the Thor that led up to war of the realms, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. He did. And he did, did he did he over did he oversee War of the Realms or no? I think he was a big part of it. I, I I know that there's you know there were just way too many damn books for him to do everything, but I'm pretty sure he did the mainland story. Okay, which, which was the case. But like, like it, it, again, we had this conversation about fucking main mainline storylines hijacking the the individual stories to the fucking to just function off of one mainline event because you need all fucking Marvel characters in one fucking book for eight for eight issues. We've talked about that shit before. It's stupid yeah. annoying and like really fucks up the actual storylines from separate characters. Regardless of that, you were saying no, I, w- I was just going to say to, to go back because they talk about what JR said with with you know the Earth six one six. Loki dying at the end of War of the Realms. It just reminded me of, of, of Jason Aaron. Just wanted to give a cheap plug for his writing. He's just he's such a good writer. And I know that Jason Aaron is not heavily, but he is very much involved with Thor: Love and Thunder uh, because a lot of his writings are the inspiration for that for the film that Taika Waititi just finished directing. Oh, yeah, um, which I really enjoy because um, much like. Um, with um, Jessica Jones in, on, on the Marvel Knight side, they went to, to um, Michael Gatos and, and Brian Michael Bendis and, and really, um, you know, used them for resources for, for doing Jessica Jones. Uh, they yep. used a lot of my Tanahashi coats for Black Panther. Mm-hmm. Um, I know they've brought in um, numerous writers uh, of shows, I can't remember what it was um, that they did around. They had like a whole round table of, of writers um, yeah, for, sure for something, but, um, yeah. but yeah, anyway, so yeah, just, just a cheap plug from uh, guys, let us know in the comments below what you thought of episode five. What do you think is going to happen in episode six? What are your theories? Is uh-huh. it King the conqueror? Is it, is there a superior Loki is like JR said, wild card. Do we finally get to see John Krasinski as uh, Reed Richards, I don't know John Krasinski, um, John Krasinski, and not any other anyone else in the no, it's, 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 John Krasinski, it's John Krasinski. I'm telling you right now, yeah. uh, with the direction they're going with the multiverse, all bets are off, anything can happen, yeah. Um, so guys, thank you so much for, for watching our bonus episode. Let us know what you thought in the comments below if you're watching on YouTube. Send us your idea, send us your comments if you're listening to the yeah. audio version. On Twitter at PS Comics, I love the letter U. Um, let us know, and then of course we'll post some stuff on Instagram and Facebook for you guys to to comment on, or you can send us an email, PS Comics, I love you at gmail.com. Yep. And uh, I will say this: when we do ever get around to raffling off those Art German J. Scott Campbell books, um, if you guys send us an email and we read your comments or your email on the air, we will enter an extra. A ticket into the drawing yep. for those books uh and like i said jr's got some top secret shit that he isn't even telling us about yet that he might be doing um so again there's some cool swag that we got coming on that 
hey, we've been waiting almost a full year to give away. We may have to wait another year because it may get carried over into season two. If that that does happen, man, you you guys will be pleasantly surprised. But the person, people who will definitely win this raffle we're trying to do, man. Again, thank you guys for everything. And just just for a small tidbit, too, if you guys are still reading comic books right now, like us, man, another great um, writer is, of course, Al, is, of course, um, Al Ewing, who has been doing Marvel Hulk for quite a while now. Of course, I can't say nothing but nothing but love, of course, to our to my boy, DC, Donnie Cates. And uh, I think the current run of right now of uh, mm. the current run right now he's doing a uh, Venom just ended. He's going to do I think he's going to go full force into Hulk and something else. You forgot which one. But yeah, guys, I, know, uh, I know Marvel's going a lot of different directions this fall. Another new relaunch is coming, which is fine. Which it is whatever. We've just become used to it. Yeah, it's like once you're in once you're in the comic book game. I'm pretty sure for all my our our old school viewers who have been in the comic book game for a minute, you know what's going up. Like every about every about four or five years, there's a soft reboot of of most stuff. That it just happened to DC with the with the with the New Frontier, I think. Yeah, New yeah. Frontier. And then it's going to happen again with MC with Marvel with with other stuff we get we see just a bunch of new characters and cancel that stuff so again guys thank you very much for rocking us man thank you so much for just all your comments all your your love all your support man and definitely cannot wait for episode 52 that will hopefully come out to you guys within the week uh, as of as of this filming and yep, yep. thank you for, thank you guys and of course we will we will like i said jake Chair said episode 52 will bring our yep. main series uh, our main main shows for season one to a close. Yep. Technically, we will close out. Though the bonus episodes weren't kind of if you're if you guys are number nerds like I am, the bonus mm-hmm. episodes aren't quote part of season That's one. Awesome. But we will officially wrap season one with Loki episode six mm-hmm. um, next week uh, before we uh, go on hiatus for two weeks and I go on vacation. Mm-hmm. So uh, guys, thank you so much. As always, I do want to one quick note. Uh, for those of you living here in the Coachella Valley, I just want to throw that out there. It is the summertime. It is hotter than hell. Please be yeah. safe out there, guys. Yeah. Both JR and I, the last week or so, have been wiped yeah. out at least two or three days by this heat where yeah. we actually couldn't get recording done. Like I was even talking about not doing the recording today, but I was yeah. feeling good. I was like, I was ready to take on the world, bro. Yeah. Um, but yeah. JR, you've had a couple days. Yeah, I've man, had numerous days where I am just like, nah, bro, I'm I'm done. It's gotten to the point where like our heat is like we. I'm talking about like we've had I think in the last couple of days like 110, 111, 109. Our nights are 100 degrees. Like it's just that stupid. And so, so if you're living, yeah, if you're living yeah. in the Coachella Valley, please guys be yeah, safe. I, I saw another report before we started recording of another hiker having yeah. to be rescued off yeah. one of the mountains yeah. exactly. here in Palm Springs. Please, just guys, please, don't be stupid. Don't, don't be dumb. Like the please stop. I, I see it every single time, man. We have a lot of people that are snowbirds and people who just come visit. I think it's a great idea to go up, you know, high to go up one of the well, hikes, go up to bump and grind and just like, you know, not bring any water. It's like so dumb. It's so dumb. Or like not bring any type of like headgear to protect yourself from the sun. Like just don't. And and they go at one o'clock. Just don't, guys. Don't just don't. It relax. I don't think that we're not pool. yeah. And don't think we're not picking on our friends too, like chick. And and Jared's sister too. Uh, they yeah. do occasionally go hiking in the summer, and we both are like, just, dumb. just don't don't. it's not worth it. Just don't be no. dumb. So no. not that they're they're dumb people. I'm just saying is that 
we we're have, watching out. We we care for our own. Um, yeah. we and, have moments. Uh, we're we're all human. I understand that, but specifically when people tell you who are from here not to go at certain times, specifically when you when when heat stroke is a very possible thing for you, yeah. don't do it. Hey guys, 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 have a good one. You guys have a good one. Peace as always. Have a good night. We'll see you next week. Peace.